Yo, 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 it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Thanks for being here. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we're the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. Today, I have on the show somebody that helps people overcome the number one fear in the world. You're probably wondering what that is. What is that number one fear? Well, it's not even jumping out of airplanes. It's actually public speaking. That's right. So, Brendan Kuma Kumarasamy. Oh, man. Brendan, help me out. Kumarasamy. All right, Marasamy. Um, so, Brendan has, is the founder of Master Talk. He coaches ambitious executives and entrepreneurs to become the top 1% communicators in their industry. He also has a popular YouTube channel called Master Talk with the goal of providing free access, access to communication tools for everyone in the world. Brendan, welcome to the show. It's great to be here, you two. Thanks for having me. Ah, Thanks for being here. Yeah, it's definitely great to have you on the show. I mean, I, I have a particular interest in your uh, area of expertise because over the years, we've been blessed to present to different fitness conferences. And uh, I can tell you the first time that I ever presented, woof. Well, everybody knows about the Overcomers podcast and where it comes from, but uh, I was in handcuffs, shackles. I had a, a note uh, that I was you know, reading from and I was supposed to help some troubled youth and I was almost hyperventilating because I was just scared to death as to you know, what was going to come out of my mouth and if it was going to be impactful. And I think I broke all the rules of public speaking. Um, and so began my speaking career, which now I don't tremble as much or read from a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but you know, Brendan, let's get to know you a little bit, you know, I mean, uh, if you, if you'd be willing to share, um, has there been any particular ways in which adversity has shaped your life? Oh, absolutely. You too. In so many ways. So, so just to give some context, I was born and raised in a city called Montreal in, in Canada. And for those who don't know, Montreal is a city where you don't know, you need to know how to speak French. And I didn't know the language. So my parents who immigrated from Sri Lanka, which is a small country, South of India, they came to, to Canada in the early 90s. And my goal was to be the, the person to, to lead the pack to be successful as, as, the first, as a first generation immigrant. So when, when I went to school, the challenge became that I needed to study in French, but I didn't know the language. So my whole life, not only was I scared of presenting, I was presenting in a language I didn't even know. That's one. Second one is I have a crooked left arm because of a surgery I had when I was younger and still crooked to this day. So I had this big cast when I was in kindergarten and first grade, and I had to make friends without knowing the language and being this big kid in a cast. And you'd think that a communication expert, guys, would study communication. Yeah, I have a bachelor's degree in accounting, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that's a tough thing, um, you know. First, you know, of course, you know, trying to learn to do things in a whole new language. So that's very difficult. Mm. And then, you know, you got to be the kid at school that's got the cast on, you know, what's going on with it, you know, what's happening here. It was a surgery that you had when you were younger. Is that what you said? You got it. So, so the background behind that is I was born upside down. So the doctor had like two options. The, either they, I don't know all the details, but it's just like you either have to cut open the stomach 
or they have to use a vacuum to pull you out. So they went with the vacuum. So when they pulled me out, my shoulder dislocated. And that's how, that's how that happened. Oh man. Oh, that's tough. So uh, then, you know, uh, as life evolves, a bachelor's degree in accounting, interesting, you know, because now you have this, you know, master talk where you help people with public speaking. Um, you know, what led you to take us on that path as to how you got there, if you would, please? Yeah, absolutely. Happy to Travis. So what happened was when I got to college, you know, my goal was never to be an entrepreneur. That was never the goal. You know, there's different types of these business owners. There's the born entrepreneur, like a Gary Vaynerchuk is a great example of that. Mark Cuban's another great example that they're selling lemonade at a lemonade stand. Yeah, that wasn't me. I, I thought entrepreneurships were people who couldn't get six-figure corporate jobs. So I went to business school with the intention of getting out of poverty. I didn't come from a lot of money. So I, I chose accounting as a major and I worked at PricewaterhouseCoopers, which is like an accounting firm. And that's how I, I got my start. But in college, I did these things called case competitions. Think of it like professional sports, but for nerds. <laughs> it's like, that's the way to like explain this, Cindy and Travis. So think of it like this. While the guys my age are playing basketball or football or rugby. Yeah, I'm, I'm not one of those guys. I did presentations competitively. That's how I learned how to speak. But then as I got older, I started coaching, mostly accidentally, to be honest, the other students in college. And that's how I developed the skill of coaching other people how to communicate. And that's what led to Master Talk, mostly the, the YouTube channel, not really the business, where I just realized everything I was sharing wasn't available for free on the internet. So I changed it. Wow. Well, that's a great thing to change. I mean, speaking of which, you know, it says that you help uh, entrepreneurs and executives become the top 1% communicators in their industry, which is awesome, right? Because if you can't communicate, you know, what it is that you're doing, you know, how are people going to effectively engage with you and, you know, get your services, get your products, things such as that. So super important. Um, you chose, you chose entrepreneurs and executives, Right. You know, I mean, it's, you kind of niche down a little bit with that. I, I mean, you could have chose anybody you could have chose uh, athletes or whatever, you know, but, um, you know, tell me a little bit about, uh, you know, why you chose executives and entrepreneurs. Oh, interesting question, Travis. So the reason I niched down, actually, let me give you the full story, because that's probably easier and adds more value. I didn't know what the hell I was doing at all. <laughs> I was just making videos for fun in my mom's basement, which I'm still based, by the way. Even my business is pretty successful now. And, you know, I'm just making videos. I don't really know what I'm doing. And the reason, by the way, is because I was already making money at IPM. I was a consultant there. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't really thinking about monetizing this or creating a coaching package around this. But what happened was eight months into MasterTalk. So I started the channel in January 2019. And I went to Summit of Greatness in September of 2019, which is an event hosted by another podcaster named Lewis Howes, who's the host of the School of Greatness podcast. So I went to his event, which is in the middle of nowhere. It's in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that existed because I'm Canadian, right? So I barely know the state of Ohio. Forget Columbus. So I get there and I meet my business partner there, who's double my age. And he looked at me and he said, you don't realize you could charge executives thousands of dollars for coaching. And I literally looked at him and I quote, I said, a uh, dude, I'm like 23. Who's going to pay thousands of dollars for me? And he said, I will. And he wrote me my first check. And that's how I got started. 
So what happened, it, some of it was luck, but the other piece, what I realized later, now I'm a bit smarter than I used to be, obviously, in the sense that I just tried a bunch of different product segments, or customer segments rather. And I realized even if everyone needs communication, which is why I create free videos for everyone, a small fragment of that population is going to want to invest in communication where the ROI of that spend is way higher than what you're paying, which ended up being obviously execs and entrepreneurs because they make more money. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You know, when you go to your website, which by the way, uh, what is the uh, URL for that website while we're talking about it? Absolutely. So I do a free training every few weeks. So the website for that is rockstarcommunicator.com. Okay. And then I think that I went to your personal page where you were giving um, five, uh, five tips to a, a great presentation. Um, you were talking a bit about um, well, you're talking about how 10% of the world doesn't have access to clean water. And I think you were using that as an example. Um, for the people that are out there, they're like, you know, I'd like to become a better communicator, you know, and what can Brendan teach me about that? Uh, maybe you can give us a, a few of those knowledge bombs today, if you don't mind. <laughs> of course I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, the goal is definitely to give everything away for free. That's the intention. So absolutely. So before we get into the tactics, you two, let's talk about the mindset piece, which I think is really important. The biggest problem around communication by far is the languaging that we associate to the topic. And you mentioned it so well, and both of you, Cindy and Travis, the story that you had when you started keynoting, when you started giving workshops and you started educating the fitness industry about different topics. We always start from a place of fear, stress, anxiety, number one fear in the world. We're all going to die. And that was the biggest thing that I didn't like about the industry when I entered it at a fairly young age. I said, what are all these PhDs talking about with this fear stuff? What about dreaming? I mean, all the time, I'm sure we, we all have coaches, all three of us do, in different areas of life. So when, when we get coached, we don't go, you're going to die. We say, well, let's dream. Right. We dream about our businesses. We dream about our goals. We dream about what we want to achieve with our health. When was the last time we dreamed about our communication skills? And the answer is never. Right. So the question that we need to start this conversation with is a simple one, but one that nobody thinks about. How would your life change if you were an exceptional communicator? Because communication team is so much more than getting the next sale or doing the right keynote and getting paid 25 grand to do it. It's every moment of our life. It's the way we talk to our families. It's the way that we order food at a restaurant. And when we notice that communication is about leading a more fulfilling life, then we'll be successful. Wow. That's so good. That's so good. You know, journey 333, which is our franchise sponsor of this show. We say this, uh, it's not just about fitness, coaching and nutrition or looking better, living better, feeling better. It's mind, body, spirit. And we really think that the mind is, is really the leader in all that. You got to get your mind right to get everything else. Right. Uh, so I, I totally agree. And I totally love where you're going with this. Do you not only ask people to visualize how their life would be different, but as their coach, um, do you help them to, instead of focusing on the fear of an upcoming presentation, focus on, uh, you know, the perfect outcome or dream about that? Or, or how does that go? Great follow-up, Travis. So the way that this goes is generally speaking, high performers, the people I generally coach in communication already have goals in every other area of life. So let's say, let's say I was coaching you for fun, right? Mm -hmm. you are, you're super ambitious. Both of you are, right? And you have big goals for the business, what you're doing, the podcast. So you already got goals. And, and of course, the next piece to those goals, health, business, 
relationship is just asking yourself the next question that a lot of gurus talk about, which is who is the person who has already achieved that goal? So pretty simple, right? One example in your space that I, I'm a re- religious devotee to is Alex Hermosi, right? The CEO of Gym Launch, right? So I follow his content a ton. So he's a great example. But then the third question that we don't think about, we might look at Alex's process, just use him as an example. Here's a placeholder. His businesses, the teams, how he engages people, how he motivates the sales teams. But we never look at is how he communicates, Mm-hmm. Ah, right. So how is that person communication? And what is the gap between where we are right now and the person who has what we have? We look at the bank account, we look at the relationships, we don't look at the quality of their communication. Another way of looking at this for business owners specifically is as the business scales, they think about processes and systems, but they don't think about is are my communication skills scaling with the business? And that is really the crux in the nail. And that's how we coach them on communication goal setting. It's what they already have, but tying in communication as the amplifier to what they already want in life. It sounds to me, you know, maybe I'm mistaken, but it sounds to me like your goal isn't just to help somebody, you know, do a presentation, but your goal is to help them with communication that carries over into all areas of their life as a business leader, as a husband or a wife or a whomever that that's, that's really awesome. That's really awesome. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, so then some of those, uh, when you're helping somebody to understand, you know, okay, so you're going to give this presentation for your company or, you know, your business or whatever. Um, are there some key principles that, you know, you want people to be aware of? Absolutely. So let's get started with my easy threes, Travis. This is a good way to to get started. These are three easy communication tips that people can practice on a daily basis with literally nothing. You you could have zero dollars in your bank account. You could still do this. It's super simple and it'll differentiate you for most of the industry. The first one is called the random word exercise. Pick a random word like tissue box, eyelid, lip balm, like super random words and create presentations out of thin air. And what this does, and I tell my clients this all the time, if you can make sense out of nonsense, you can make sense out of anything. So every day for five minutes, that's all I ask. A few times a day, do the random word. Just go like, okay, lights, wall, camera, action, and then you just do these. And what I also recommend as a bonus is do this with your family. This is a super fun family exercise, especially if you have kids or nieces or nephews. And the reason is because kids always do it better than the adults because adults always overthink things too much, whereas kids just do it. So that's number one of three. Mm. So, okay. So let's just say that I chose a a random word, um, like, you know, this computer screen that I'm staring at or whatever, you know, the Zoom that we're on. Um, You give them a format for how they're supposed to take that lip balm or that computer or whatever and, and, you know, put it into a presentation that they practice with, making it. Uh, out of nonsense. <laughs> and, and, and I'll riff for 60 seconds because that's probably easier. So Travis didn't give me the word computer screen for this. And I'm just going to demonstrate right now. It's Sunday morning. And I'm clacketing away on my keyboard on this computer screen. I'm doing these interviews. And I'm wondering, what in the world am I doing on a Sunday morning? And I realized that the reason I'm in front of this pesky communication screen, or rather computer screen, <laughs> is because I want to do something important in my life. I want to build something important. But a lot of us, we're not as active. We're not as proactive 
about the way we look at that computer screen because so many of us use that screen for different purposes. Some we can't talk about on this podcast, but namely Netflix, <laughs> right? Other people might use that computer screen to build a business, to build their dreams, but most of us don't use it in a productive way. So always think about the computer screen and how you're using it. So this is an example. That's it. Just do it. Wow. So there were some, there were some key things that, that happened, you know, like you, you took us to a time, you, you took us to a time and you talked about, you know, how you're clacking away on the computer screen and, and, and then you, you used the word realized. I thought that that was good. Like, cause you took us to a time. So we're with you and we see that, you know, what Sunday morning, everybody's got their own visual Sunday morning, but then you're like, and I had this epiphany. I had that. I realized something. Right. And then um, I think you gave us a lesson at the end with an action step. I mean, I, I, am I missing something from that or, or am I reading too much into it? Too, you know? uh, <laughs> so I would agree with you 95% of the way. So you're absolutely right. I love the way you broke that down so quickly too, Travis. You should be a communication coach yourself. That was excellent. <laughs> but there is a caveat I would add because a lot of people ask me that question and it's not that I don't want to share it. That's definitely not the intention but rather something more important than the framework of how it works is that if you're doing it less than a hundred times, it doesn't matter. So what I always tell people is you don't get points for how well you do the exercise. You get points for how many times you do it. And the biggest problem, and I'll call it out because I'm, I'm very much coach-like when I'm on podcasts, is not that they don't have the framework. The problem is people don't do it, guys. That's the problem. So for me, and I always like to say this, and I ask people to do this too. How many times do you think I've done it? Mm-hmm. Right? I haven't done it 50 times. I've done it 3,000 times. Yeah. That's yeah. why I can do it. And that's really the key. It's the output. It's like going to the gym, right? To use your field as an analogy. Yeah, sure. You could tweak the diet plans. You could look at the calorie intake. But at the end of the day, are you walking? Because mm-hmm. if you ain't walking, you ain't running. And if you ain't running, you ain't going to the gym. And we got a problem. Right, right, right. Okay, yeah, you gotta take it in steps. Gotta take it in steps. Gotta do the work. Gotta yeah. paint the fence first. Is yeah, like, literally. All right, yeah, Mr. Miyagi, I want to learn karate first. Paint the fence, right? You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. he's like, what? Right? Yeah, yeah, very important. Okay, so then you, uh, we were kind of going over an overview of like a key three. Um, so what would be the, the next thing that you'd share with us? Absolutely. So that's the first one. So just doing that. And I always ask people, how, what percentage of your industry is willing to do that 100 times? And in almost every industry, the answer is less than 5%. So if you just do it 100 times, which only takes like two hours, by the way, you'll already stand out. So that's number one. Number two is an exercise I teach called question drills. So all the time when we get asked questions in our life, in our businesses, on a podcast with our family, did you take out the trash? Like these types of questions. We're always reactive to them rather than proactive. So you ask a question, like I got a question like this a few years ago, where does the fear of communication come from? And I was like, uh, I don't know, San Diego, Los Angeles. You tell me <laughs> I don't know. Right. Obviously I have a better answer today, but you get, you get the point. It's like we're reactive rather than proactive, which is every day for five minutes, not five hours five minutes, guess one question that you think the world will ask you about your mission, about your business, about your expertise, and answer the question for a few minutes. And if you do that once a day for a year, you'll have answered 365 questions about your expertise, and you will be bulletproof on any podcast or any sales call that you're on with a prospect. 
Wow. What a great system for journaling too. I mean, I like a gratitude journal where I, and I, and I'm not as consistent as I want to be, you know, Me neither. aspirations to be better, uh, but you know, just to start my day, you know, you know, like what are three things I'm grateful for? What would make today great? But I mean, how often do we ask ourselves just questions about the thing that we really want to be an expert in? And if you, if you're not so thrilled about your career, ask yourself questions about your love life, ask yourself questions about your family and, and being a better family person, you know, like what, what does it take, you know? And boy, I, I, I think you'd have a book at the end of that year. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that'd be pretty good. That's awesome. Very good. All right. So the question drill. So we have, we kind of have uh, number one is if you're making sense out of nonsense, you know, you can make sense out of things that make sense. Right. And then number two, we got this question drill. So give us number three, if you will. You're an exceptional listener, Travis. I love it, man. And, and the third piece is so simple that nobody does it. And it's simply this, make a list of the five people that you love the most in your life. That could be your family, that could be childhood friends, could be business partners, even clients. Make a list of those five people and ask yourself a very simple question. When was the last time I sent them a 20 second video message? Just to say, hey, Travis, I'm thinking about you, Cindy. Love what you're doing with the podcast. Love the impact you're both creating. Hope you have a fabulous week. Nothing crazy. I don't remember y'all's birthday. I don't remember what your kids' names are, even if that obviously it's important. But you get what I mean. Like, I'm not, I mean, <laughs> yeah. there's not much. It's literally just going, hey, what's up? Thinking about like simple. I, and the reason I'm saying this is because anyone can do it, yet nobody does. Yeah. And especially business owners, and this drives me nuts. Business owners, they're always asking them. So I'm sure they ask you to the same question How do I run Facebook ads? How do I do this? Okay, like what about sending video messages to your existing clients and having them refer you more business? I know this sounds crazy of a thought. But that's <laughs> how I make most of my money. And business owners just don't like free money. They like playing around with ads and trying to lose money and play the casino instead of just doing what works. Well, I can tell you that at Journey, we love to nurture our community. And uh, they also have a lot of uh, questions about our expertise. So I could even envision myself combining number two and number three, because, you know, we love our clients and uh, we know the questions that they have. So how simple is it is to, to create a simple video message? For, right. You know, that's uh, yeah. how simple it would be. Um, yeah. All right. So let me ask you this. As a person that helps uh, people perfect their presentations in a way that they're going to be able to communicate and be the top 1% in the industry, their industry. Um, there must be a kind of a process to working with you. Is there like a process to where you watch people? Uh, I mean, nowadays people are using Zoom for a lot of things. So you can probably help people anywhere in the world. Um, uh, what's that look like when people are working with you? you know? Yeah, absolutely, Travis. So I would say the big difference, you know, I'm sure it's in a day you all teach as well on your podcast. Information should always be free. Right? That's my philosophy. That's why I share everything for free on the YouTube. But the difference is that implementation becomes a fee. So I still cover a lot of the same principles we teach. It's not like brand new content. Oh, there's some of it that is brand new. That's more kind of in the coaching programs. But I'd say most of it is accountability. So for example, on a podcast like this, and I think it'll be fun to see the difference as we compare, I might say something really easy because I'm speaking to a wider audience. So I might say, do the random word exercise once or twice a day. But all three of us know we're more intense than that. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't say that, right? On a podcast, obviously I will just now. Question <laughs> drills, I might say once a day, do a question. That's not how I actually operate. 
I mean, the reason I've done the question drill seven, 800 times is not because I do it once a day. It's because I sit in, I, I lock myself in a room with five of the worst people in my network and they drill me for like six hours straight, right? Hundreds of questions until I have the, that's why I, I, I got good really quickly. Cause obviously you guys know I'm not the oldest guest you've had on your show. Whereas my average client is in their forties and fifties. So how do I develop the maturity to coach them? Well, I better have an answer for everything or else I'll lose to the marketplace. So that's the key. So I think the difference is really the level of intensity. So how it works in the coaching group, which we don't have to talk about too much today, but basically the difference becomes if you don't do the random work a hundred times next two weeks, I'll fire you. Right. And that's the difference. Yeah. <laughs> is it pay yeah. for accountability? That's good. Yeah, well, definitely. I mean, <laughs> Ed Journey, we say that there's a trifecta working here. Nutrition, you can't out-train a bad diet. Um, then, of course, there's the exercise piece. But the third piece that I think is the most important, which uh, pretty much trumps what people have tried in the past, is that they've never had the accountability piece, the coaching piece. Because they've mm -hmm. said, okay, I'm going to change my diet and I'm going to start you know, going for a walk or whatever. But then they just didn't have the accountability to stick with it as long as they needed to, to be successful. And so, you know, I, I believe in that. And I think that what you do is super important. And then um, when people, so you mentioned a group, um, you know, so yeah. there must be different levels of working with you or, you know, however that works. Uh, you know, obviously you got one level where it's free, you know, go, <laughs> where, where, where do people go to get this free information again? What's the name of the YouTube channel? Yeah, absolutely, Travis. So there's, th thanks for that. So there's two ways of keeping in touch. The first one is the YouTube channel for sure, which is Master Talk in one word. You have access to all these free videos. And the second one is to come to one of my free trainings over Zoom, which is visiting rockstarcommunicator.com. Okay. All right. And then from there, of course, they can level up. They could be part of a group or whatever. Um, when you say part of a group, does the group help with accountability as well? Do they get to know other people in the group? Are they kind of in a class? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely, Travis. So what happens is the free training is our barometer to see who's really committed. So what happens is people come to the free training, then they book a call with us, whoever's interested in learning more. And then we do what we call commitment calls. So they're not sales calls. We actually coach people on these calls. And whoever we feel has that level of intensity, and a lot of people don't, is those people get hand-selected in our groups. So we start a group program every two months. Mm -hmm. until the waiting list gets filled up basically. And then to your point, it creates an accountability group with all of them. So all of these people are top level executives or CEOs of companies or the people who are getting started, but they all share three things in common, character, commitment, and candor. So character, they have strong character. They love other people. Commitment, these people play ball. Like this is not a, this is not a softball, right? It's baseball all yeah. the way to the MLB. And then the third piece is candor. They're willing to, to handle the truth for what it is. And those people we handpick and select for our coaching programs. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, I think that you're helping uh, people with something that's super important. I remember the uh, uh, first couple of times that I started presenting it, you know, I had a great mentor in my life, uh, Todd Durkin. Uh, mm. He's somebody that I, uh, you know, definitely I would model myself after. You mentioned uh, Alex Ramosi, but uh, uh, Todd does a great job presenting. And I remember I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be presenting at his mentorship. And, and so much has changed then, uh, since then. You know, I mean, it's mm -hmm. been, uh, back then, I don't know, I felt like a wild tiger on the stage. <laughs> I was I was pacing back and forth. And, you know, uh, I don't know, there's just so much going on. But uh, it, it's come away since then. But it's uh, people like you were hard for me to find back then. I was just like trying to figure it out on my own. And yeah. that's a tough way to do it. Uh, super tough, you know. So I definitely encourage people to to get with you if they have an interest in 
speaking. Is there anything else you'd share with us today that uh, anything else you want our listeners to know? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you so much for such a fantastic conversation. This is really great, Cindy and Travis. Really appreciate it. The last note that I'd leave you both on and everyone else is remember the question we talked about earlier. How would your life change if you're an exceptional communicator? Or even bigger, how would the world change if you became an exceptional communicator? Don't sidestep the question. Because a lot of people, when they hear that question, they go, oh, that's cute. And they don't really pay attention to it much. I would encourage you to do differently. Take that question. Don't spend seven years like me thinking about the question. Spend 15 minutes doing it. Just sit yourself down and go, hmm, how would my life change? And if you do just that, it might give you the spark, the motivation, that initial fire to really go after what you want out of life. Yeah, I love that. I love that. You know, uh, there's a question that it's been asked several times in different groups and uh, for our listeners, Overcomer Nation, not sure if you've ever heard this before, but what would you do if you knew you could not fail, right? And the idea is, you know, you imagine the life that you want, and then you just take failure out of the equation. You go after it, right? You know, how would your life be different if you're an exceptional communicator? And then just go after it. And, uh, you know, maybe you can use Brendan to help you do it. Right. Awesome. <laughs> so good. Well, thank you so much. Can you give us those websites one more time, different places where people can get more of you? Absolutely, Travis. Happy to. So the first one is the Master Talk YouTube channel. Just type Master Talk on YouTube. Pretty easy to find me. And then the second way is for those of you who want to see me live on Zoom, give a workshop that's fun, that's free, that's interactive on communication. All you have to do is register for our next one at rockstarcommunicator.com. Awesome. Thanks so much for being on the show today. You're awesome. Likewise. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com.